You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Beautiful, beautiful day, evening. Uh, God is just good. You know, uh, we don't consider the day being good based upon, you know, the outside elements, whether it's hot or cold, raining or snowing. We think about we're here. God woke us up. We have purpose. We are strong. Amen. We are diligent. Hallelujah. And we're going to see God bring to pass the things that he has stated. Amen. His promises are yes and amen. We get excited. Amen. Because what the enemy has meant for our destruction, God is turning it around for our good. Hallelujah. And so we can get excited about it. You know, this is Black History Month and... um, and I just wanted to just kind of make a comment, you know, I, I think about how, um, you know, I was talking with a friend and we think about, you know, how the slave ships came here to uh, America. And we think about um, the the feelings and the emotions, amen, that, you know, being on those ships and the, you know, the the pain, you know, I have this image, you know, being tight squeezed and laying in your own urine and, you know, menstruation and feces. And yet the people, you know, survived. Many did not, but many survived. And I think about the strength, you know, that we have. And it, and it reminds me um, that, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so... What are we going to do with that? Like, I just, you know, what do you do with knowing that you exist because somebody declared that they were going to make it and they made it for us, right? They made it so not that we would give up in 2024, but that we can make a difference, that we can see that we are overcomers and we are strong people, and 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 coupled with God's word, wow, it just seems like um, there's nothing that we can't do when we put our heart into it, our mind into it. I think about the young people today and how the excitement to learn isn't always there. And I'm like, wow, I, I felt motivated just thinking like, wow, a people survived so that I could be here today, that I could make it today, that I could live today, not chained up, not shackled. And I don't want to trade one shackle for another shackle. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to trade that experience that my ancestors went through to now fall apart and don't think I can make it. You know, they utilized God I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, that's the white man's religion, you know. And so a lot of people are starting to come up with their own ideas. But I want to say this. If it helped them to make it, 
to overcome hanging, to overcome being beat, then wouldn't it not help today to make it through the situations that we're in? I, I remember when I was young and how I would always see these commercials from the NAACP and it said, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And I think about how these people, the slaves, they were not able to get an education. They weren't allowed to read or write or to really know anything because, because the, the slave masters knew that education is power. The NAACP coined the phrase for us because they knew that if you wasted your mind, knowledge, the ability to learn, then you would be defeated. I heard one say that, you know, you can take my house, you can take my car, uh, you can even close down my bank account. But the power wasn't in those things. It was in the ability to be able to think about it and achieve it, accomplish it, and have it. So a mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's the message I want my granddaughter to know. You come from strong people. So I get that there are cruel people there and there are people who are going to try to stop you and then there are people who are going to try to tease you and there are people who don't mean you well, but you're powerful, you're unique, you're strong. Add color to those dark spaces. Think outside the box. Color outside the box. Who said that if you colored outside the lines, it was wrong. It was a bad thing. A lot of the things that we think today stem from how we experienced them when we were young, whether we enjoyed that experience or not. If you had too many people coming at you saying, you know, well, you know, coloring outside the box and out the lines today, they call it abstract art. People make lots of money painting paintings that you're like, wow, hmm. But there are no rules to painting, to coloring, because they have lines there. We have learned to color within the lines, to be systematic about the way we do things. We've learned to conform to situations and to principles. I'm wondering also that is it the fact that the majority of Christian people are limited in walking in the power that we could, that we could. The Bible tells us that greater things than these, and, we, and they listed some, some things there, some miracles there, greater things than these will we be able to do because Jesus Christ is now ascended with the Father. Greater things. The fact that we can lay hands, not that we have any power in us. He said on the sick and they can recover. Why would we not color outside the lines in that? Like, why would we try to lean to our understanding and just not take these hands and lay hands and, and touch people, believing that God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever? Could the fact that we're limited in our belief and in our thinking be the reason why 
we're not accomplishing the great feats that we could and should in 2024. Wow. I have given unto you, he said, power and authority to tread upon the scorpions and the serpents and over all the power of the devil. And you don't have to really be afraid, right? Because nothing can harm you. I don't know what theologians would say about that, but it lets me know that my God, now don't, don't, he's not saying anything crazy now. You know, I'm not going to jump in the, on a snake pit and assume I should be well. No, no, no. But he's saying, listen, are we, are we so far that we cannot even get along with people? That are we so far removed? Has COVID even driven a wedge between us even knowing our neighbors or, or speaking to even the person on the bus? Somebody so close, our, our co-worker, four cubicles down <laughs> back in the day, right? But is he saying that it's okay? You can be vulnerable, transparent. That God is going to cover us and and protect us. He's aware of all things. Our children must know that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Our children have to see themselves as, I, I remember I used to hate Black History Month when I went to school. I was in a predominantly white school. There's probably only two blacks in the whole class. I would hate February because they were going to be talking about slaves and they were going to be talking about the negative, the imagery and the shame that it brought. And how I'd find myself lowering my head like, wow, hoping this was to be over because I didn't get it. I didn't get that there's no shame in the fact that there was people who felt themselves to be better and to make another race of people own them and beat them. And we could go on and on. But I didn't see the power that could have come forth, that no matter what you did to try to keep a people down, they still rose. They still rose. Whether you gave them a, a, a mixed up religion, a fake, they rose. They created something out of nothing and they were able to stand and survive. We will survive this. We will survive the rap music, the hidden occultic messages that come through our songs that our children listen to. We will survive low MCAS scores. We will survive. Hallelujah. And we will see engineers and doctors and architects and lawyers and plumbers and electricians and carpenters. We will see that we possess power within us. We are strong. We are powerful. And not just us. 
but all those who call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Begin to experience new life, new birth. As he stated, we are new creations in Christ. And that old stuff, that break, broke down thinking, <laughs> insecure, rejected. You're not rejected anymore. God said, I'm your father. He said, when mother and father forsake you, I'm there. I'll help you. I'll take you up. God has made provision for every area. Maybe it's going to take us thinking outside of the lines. Somebody drew a line and said, don't cross it, stay within. And we made life good within those lines, within those parameters. And I've always been a person who said, but what about over there? What about there? What about those people there? If we just keep preaching to the people sitting in the chairs who are already saved, and I'm speaking from my perspective, because I believe that's the gift God gave me. To go find them. I'll, I'll come and have church in your house with you until you're strong enough and see that being able to be in an assembly is good. I'm not satisfied seeing those who don't know Christ, who don't know that there's a way that seems right unto a man, but in the end can lead to death. We got to reach them and teach them and tell them and hug them and love them and be present in their lives so that they can see that, that God is far greater than the man upstairs looking down who wants to take you and, bring, and, and, and put you in hell. No, mm -mm, he doesn't. He came, he gave the best he had. Not only that we would have life and have it more abundantly, but that we could live an eternal life with him and not only wait till we get to heaven, but that we could learn to have peace in the midst of a warlike situation because we are fighting an invisible war. The, the problem is, is that we don't always see the enemy. The enemy sometimes can look like you and me. Sometimes the enemy can be someone who's armored up and because we didn't take time to know who labors amongst us. We fall victim, hurt, and wounded. I, I've encountered so many people who say that they have had church hurt. But we have had hurt hurt, right? We've had hurt from all kind of places. We've had hurt um, in the church. We've had hurt in the club. We've had hurt, you know, on the bus. We've had hurt. We, we've had hurt on our jobs. We've been hurt. And we managed to press through. Right. So don't get stuck saying church hurt. But find that place or that people or that assembly. Where you can thrive. Not just survive, but thrive. You're excited to get there. You speed almost to get there. It's like a pair of shoes. So many brands, styles, and colors, and 
strength is you, you, you can get a cheap shoe and it doesn't have art support <laughs> and then your feet hurt. But you, you, you want to find that the shoe that's going to give you the best comfort, you know, the best support, the style that you like, the color, you know, the texture and shoe. I like leather, you know. But you get that choice. And I kind of see church the same way. You get to choose, right? So, I mean, choose one. It's easy to stay home, I know. It's easy to uh, continue to uh, do what you're doing. But my encouragement to you would be to find somewhere that can help you understand what God has done in your life. Understand the big picture. Help you to understand where you fit into that picture and then help you to become an expert in a sense. Practice. Walk in your call and in your gifts. And you don't have to feel strange about it. That you'd be around like-minded people, right? It is easy to just say there's nothing out there. It is not so easy to take up your cross and to follow him, right? To get up, get out of the house, and investigate. Well, I know our show is about never give up. This is Black History Month. We see all those who have helped make life easy for us by the things that they've invented that also, too, had to press their way, I'm sure, through difficult situations, um, racist situations, oppressed situations, and yet they've, they've, they managed to still create. Don't stop your creativity. Continue to create. Continue to come alive. Be passionate and and proud about who you are in Christ and what God wants for your life. Maybe we have to rethink some things, huh? Maybe we get to Rediscover who we are and what it is, what type of leader we are, what type of person we are. <laughs> we, we get to try to get in uh, a, our word because that helps us with understanding who God is and developing that relationship with him, right? Maybe it's time to just simply pray. Simply say, Lord, I I thank you for not giving up on me. I thank you because I believe that all things are possible. That's what Mark 9, 23 tells us. You know, if you could just believe, then you can receive it. Right? Belief 
belief that we're able to uh, achieve. Sometimes maybe we start off with, 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 with huge, big things. We, you know, maybe we have to start off with bite-sized things, smaller things. <laughs> I know that sometimes that uh, some people get the big picture and then have to back it up to see where they should start. Some people just get the little piece and then have to believe and visualize the bigger piece. But however you see it, remember that if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And I know the scripture as we read on in Mark 9, you know, and, and we get there 24. You know, he was believing for this miracle, you know, and he's like, I, I believe, Lord, but, but help me with my unbelief. I mean, this father came to Jesus like, you know, uh, you know my son is doing these things. It just seems, you know, he, 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 he's casting himself into the fire. He's throwing himself into the waters to destroy himself. And I can't do anything. But could you have compassion on us? Could you help us? Jesus said, you can believe. All things are possible to him that believe. But the father said, you know, well, help me with my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind came forth by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. We come from greatness. And sometimes we have to pray. Sometimes we have to fast. Sometimes we have to get up and act, get out of our heads, you know, and just do. But I love the fact that we can run to Jesus, who's a very present help in our times of trouble. Whether it's with our children, whether we're struggling with shame and guilt from the past, whether we are confound with worry and fear, we can run to Jesus. We can believe. You mean, I just got to work on believing? Amen. We get to believe that all things are possible. Is possible. 
to get out of debt, it is possible. That God can restore your homes. Therefore, I say unto you, Mark 11 and 24, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. But here's the a, here's a thing. Verse 25. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Amen. So when we desire to be healed, to be strengthened, for our families to come together, for our children to learn that our children will not lose hope, will not faint, will not give up, that they will overcome what they feel at the time might be impossibilities. Sometimes victory doesn't come right away. Sometimes it doesn't come overnight. Sometimes it comes in time. Remember the plight of the slave. Remember, we are the product of the slave. That we too can overcome and rise above these situations that we face in our time. Remember that we were made in God's image and that, the, that God's word will not return void, but it will accomplish everything it was sent out to do. That's our time. But I just want to say blessings. May God continue to strengthen you and keep you, and that you would stay focused on what's important, what God is saying and speaking to your heart and into your life in this season. You've been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Remember that greatness is on the inside of you. <laughs>